welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am Veronica Peretti, and we have got a full week ahead for you guys. So this is one of those moments in life where you are happy that you have astrology because it's like checking the weather before you leave the house. You want to make sure that you've got your umbrella if you need it. You want to make sure that you've got your sunglasses if you need those. So you want to um, really prepare yourself this week for what's coming down the pike. It is going to be an explosive one. And I don't mean that figuratively. (laughs) Maybe I do. So here's the deal. We've got this Jupiter and Pluto conjunction that we experienced on Saturday. So on Saturday at 1045 PM Eastern time, we had Jupiter and Pluto come together. They're going to meet up three times this year. This is a huge, huge, rare event to have these two planets meet up three times in one year. So they meet up every 12 years, but they don't necessarily meet up three times within that year because of Jupiter's retrograde cycle. They're going to meet up three times this year. So there is a larger story that is unfolding for us within the confines of the Jupiter Pluto meetup. Okay. Jupiter makes everything bigger. Pluto rules secrets. It rules the underworld. It rules death. It rules trauma. It rules the parts of our psyche that we don't necessarily want to look at. So this is an interesting, interesting meetup to be having at this time. And yes, I said it. Pluto does rule death and Jupiter makes things bigger. So we are seeing a lot of death. We're seeing a lot of people pass on right now. But Pluto also rules transformation and rebirth. And we're also seeing a lot of people being reborn. We're seeing a lot of people pivot in their life and making different choices because of the landscape. We're seeing people have babies. We're seeing people, um, you know, totally reframe who they see themselves as or, you know, being laid off but having the opportunity to go and build that side hustle they've been dreaming of. So... Not to say that there's not a lot of trauma and a lot of um, grief. There is so much grief right now, but it is extremely powerful to look at the places where there are silver linings, to look at the places where the transformation is happening because it is happening. And Pluto doesn't burn things down for the sake of burning things down. Okay. So when Mars gets angry, it burns things down for the sake of burning things down. Pluto burns things down for the sake of rebirthing them, for making them better. And right now what's happening is we are seeing a huge um, shift in our global um, economy, our environments, our healthcare systems. Everything is shifting because of what's going on. And because of what's going on, we are going to have the opportunity to rebuild our communities in a way that serves us all much better. And that's why I said last week, the power is really being put in the hands of the people right now. Saturn's in Aquarius, Mars is in Aquarius. Those planets in Aquarius are really all about the community. They're about groups. They're about taking care of the whole over the individual. And so we're going to see this conflict between the individual, the me on the top of the mountain, that's Capricorn, where Pluto and Jupiter are hanging out, and the 
the whole, the community, taking care of everyone. That's Aquarius, right? So this is an interesting, interesting dichotomy that we're having right now, especially because Saturn is at home in both signs. So we are feeling restricted. We are feeling confined. That is real. That is not something that is just because of... It's it's physically real because of the situation we're in, but it is energetically real as well. So we are being asked to be to restrain, to restrict, but sometimes the boundaries and the structure are where we can find the most opportunity for creation. So I've been talking a lot to my yoga teacher friends about necessity being the mother of invention. And we are experiencing that in so many places in our lives right now. So whether that be fashion designers making face masks and gowns for the hospital workers, or that being um, people taking their business onto Etsy or onto Zoom, there are so many ways that we are seeing innovation happen. And so that's one of the big silver linings for me as a creative person, as an entrepreneur, person that just loves to follow business. Like I am so excited to see so many people being really empowered and taking their business into their own hands. So that's something that's really good that's happening. There is rebirth, there is transformation happening, but there is an inter- there is a terrible, terrible, terrible amount of death and sadness and grief. And the thing about grief is that we have to let ourselves go through the stages of it. We have to let ourselves feel it. There's the five stages of grief. You can look it up on Google. I'm not an expert in grief at all. Um, But I know from going through losing my father that grief is not, you know, it doesn't go in one direction. It definitely has its ups, its downs, its squiggles. You go back, you go forward, you go sideways. Um, It's not... It's not a clear linear process. So give yourself the compassion and the patience to allow yourself to have days where you feel really good and to allow yourself to have days where you feel really down and to allow yourself not really know why you feel so down today, but yesterday you feel so you felt so good. Um, I will say that this is the last week that Mercury is in Pisces. So We've had Mercury in Pisces for a super duper long time. And we had a really long retrograde in Pisces. It's just been so much Mercury in Pisces. And so just to remind you, Mercury rules our mind. So with Mercury in Pisces, our mind has been ruled by our feelings, by our emotions. And because of that, we have been really consumed with how we feel about things. And there's been a lot of heavy shit going around. And so we have been feeling really down and maybe a little bit helpless and maybe hopeless, right? But that is going to shift this week and we're going to get to it because Mercury is going to go into Aries and how we feel and how we approach things is going to change significantly this week. So give yourself the opportunity to feel the feelings. Give yourself the opportunity to be in sadness. Give yourself the opportunity to experience the grief this week. Because next week, we're going to have a very productive emotion. And that emotion is anger. And as a person with a lot of Aries, I know a lot about that emotion. So it's going to be an interesting shift this week. But I wanted to mention that we are still in the shadows of that Jupiter-Pluto conjunction that we had on Saturday. And 
there was, you may have noticed there were a lot of people that um, came together to meditate on Saturday at 10.45 p.m. When those two planets came together, there was a lot of group meditations going around online. A lot of people were getting together to meditate. So I feel that this Jupiter-Pluto meetup that we're experiencing three times this year is really powerful. And I Yes, I do think that it's part of the destruction that we're seeing, but I also think it is an incredible opportunity for us to step into our power. And I think it is allowing us to feel our power in a way that we haven't before, um, partially because it's happening in Capricorn, partially because it's happening three times, and partially because it comes on the heels of Saturn and Pluto getting together. So this is big astrology, people. This is not run-of-the-mill astrology. This is astrology that astrologers look forward to for decades. So we are sitting on the precipice of history. And you were, without a doubt, meant to be alive in this moment. Okay? So if you feel like you're in the muck and you don't really know which side is up, it's totally cool. Because this is era-defining astrology. This is astrology that will change the way we see the world completely. We are seeing that with what's going on in the news, right? But I just want to remind you of that. Because if it's feeling like a lot right now, um, it is a lot. It really is a lot on an energetic level as well as on a physical level, as well as on a mental level, emotional level, all the levels, okay? Um, But the reason that people chose to get together and meditate on Saturday when Jupiter and Pluto came together is because it's also an opportunity to ascend. And so um, ascended masters were the spiritual beings who um, came through many incarnations and they did all their work and they completed all their lessons They did all the hard work and then they ascended to that level of freedom of not having to incarnate again. And people like Jesus or the Buddha, they were considered bodhisattvas. They came down to earth, incarnated in the physical form, not because they had to, but because they were here to help us. And so this is a moment that we are all transcending and ascending. We're up leveling to that next level of spiritual growth. And that might be really woo-woo and a little too much for you today, and that's totally cool. Feel free to fast forward me. (laughs) But I really truly believe that that's the reason so many people felt called to come together and meditate on Saturday because there is an incredible opportunity for transcendence and ascension right now. We're going through collective karma right now. We are doing the work and fixing a lot of the wrongs that have happened in the past 12 years, 20 years, 36 years, and more. I mean, those are just the astrological cycles that are at the top of mind right now. Um, We also have a sub-cycle of 200 years that we're going to be looking at at the end of this year. So we're really um, 
doing the work of healing a lot of stuff that we've all been born with, living with, dealing with, that our mothers and fathers and grandparents were dealing with too. So not small stuff is what I'm saying. Um, Whenever Pluto is in, in play, that means power is in play. And so when Jupiter and Pluto come together, it's an opportunity for us to take stock in our beliefs and see if they're still working for us. So the beliefs that you had two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, six weeks ago, six months ago, do they still work for you? Do they, are they real? Are they true now that we are in this particular climate, in this particular landscape? And if they're not, maybe they were never true, right? The other thing that I wanted to mention about Pluto is that it does take into account whether or not your motivations are pure. So right now, Jupiter-Pluto together gives us an incredible focus, an incredible determination, an intensity about how we approach life. If your intentions are selfish, then you are probably being played by the power. If your intentions are of good nature and they are to help the collective as well as yourself, right? Because you're part of the collective. Um, Doesn't mean that you have to be a victim. Let me be clear about that. Although we're going to talk about that a little bit more. If your intentions are pure, then the power will be in your hands. And that's why I said last week with the Saturn-Pluto, or rather Jupiter-Pluto meetup, that the power is really being put in the hands of the people. Because Saturn and Mars are in Aquarius, just to remind you, Jupiter-Pluto meetup in Capricorn is... Um, further destruction of the old ways of doing things. Mars and Saturn last week in Aquarius is that rebuild of building something new that serves the collective. So this is an opportunity for you to take stock of your beliefs and take stock of your motivations. And if all of that is checking the boxes and all of that is a-okay, then go forth. You have the power. And if you're not owning the power, you have to do the mindset work of letting go of what's holding you back from stepping into that power and really taking it into your own hands. Hey, did you know that I have an astro obsessed girls club that is waiting to welcome you? Yep. It's called the luminary league and we meet every full moon for a live workshop online. We talk astrology, do a little meditation, a writing exercise, and then, wait, this is the best part. I do mini readings for a few women right there in the virtual room. Ever wonder how the full moon is impacting your chart personally? Well, now you don't have to. I also send out a new moon ritual every month to all the members. So it's kind of like having your own personal astrologer in your back pocket. Come on over to veronicaparetti.com slash astrology to learn more and to sign up. As I mentioned, it is the last week of Mercury in Pisces. Thank God, right? Because we have had so much emotion, so much stew of emotion that for so long that it has really, it's going to feel nice to have Mercury move into Aries at the end of the week. But 
remember, when planets go through the last degrees of a sign, it's when we feel it most. So if you are feeling super duper emotional this week, if you're feeling a lot of grief, a lot of sadness, let yourself feel it. You will come out the other side. I promise you. Um, And by the end of the week, you're going to be feeling very differently. Okay. So today is Monday while I'm recording this. Um, And the moon was void all day in Virgo. And then this afternoon, evening, it went into Libra. So we are gearing up for the full moon in Libra on Tuesday. So Tuesday, the full moon in Libra is going to be at 1035 p.m. Eastern time. Everything is bigger with a full moon. A full moon makes everything bigger. So that means your emotions are bigger. That means your reactions are bigger. That means everything is going to feel bigger with the full moon. Okay. So please just keep that in mind. Tomorrow is a wonderful full moon, full moon in Libra. You know, full moon in Libra is usually kind of like a, a, how do I say, kind of like a smooth, um, sweet moon. And the thing about this one is it's going to be a tough one because the moon, the full moon in Libra is going to be squaring all that Capricorn stuff we've got going on opposing the sun in Aries, which makes it a full moon in Libra. Um, And it's just, it's going to be a little tense because it's on that cardinal axis where we're having all that Capricorn, Cancer, Aries, Libra stuff. Um, You know, Capricorn is really where that destruction is happening, the destruction of the old ways of doing things. So with the full moon in Libra, it's going to feel like that's getting prodded and poked a little bit more even than it is, which it's hard to believe. So I just want to say that this is one of those weeks where I started this, you know, astrocast saying this is a week where you really want to have the astrology. It's like checking the weather and knowing what you're walking into. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of friction energy this week. So do your best to do what you can to center yourself and go into your day feeling grounded because the only thing that we can really control is how we feel and how we react. So you have to ground yourself first before you walk into any situation this week. Okay, so we've got the full moon and the full moon comes with Mars squaring Uranus. So that is the chaos. That's the war energy of the week. Mars square Uranus can feel very impulsive. It's very reactive. Um, It can make you overconfident. It can also put you in the state of victim mentality. So if you're the person that always just feels like you're the best at everything, you're going to be super arrogant and you're going to drive everybody crazy and you're not going to make any friends. If you are the person who always feels like the world is out to get you, you're going to be falling into that victim mentality. You don't want to be either of those people, okay? So really treat yourself with compassion so that you can treat others with compassion this week. And just remember that the world doesn't revolve around you because if you're one of those, if you're the first of those options, um, you'll have a strong sense of feeling like the world revolves around you. And we're going to see that on the news. We're definitely going to see um, people making decisions and, and, um, and taking actions and not necessarily considering the, um, the, the reaction to their action or um, the uh, results of what could happen, right? So um, a lot of the time when we have this kind of Mars square Uranus energy, you might 
take an action but not consider the consequences. And so this is a week where you really want to be careful about that. Um, there's also going to be a huge desire to break free. There's going to be a huge desire to um, feel like you aren't confined and you aren't constrained. And we know that physically we are and we know that energetically we are right now. So you've really got to try to find the places um, in your life where you feel freedom, whether that's your meditation practice or taking a walk or sitting in the sun, the little things. So really, you have to try to find the places where you can experience just a little bit of freedom. Don't let this be the week where you're like, hey, I'm throwing caution to the wind. I don't care what the officials say. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do my thing. Don't do that. I know you're going to want to do that. We're all going to want to do that, but we can't do that. We have to be smarter than that. I also wanted to mention that while this Mars square Uranus can be really tough, it's also an incredible aspect if you can harness the energy of it and use it in your creative work and allow yourself to think outside the box and get a little bit, um, you know, in your creative work, you can let yourself be free. You can let yourself not be confined. If you have a general structure that you like to follow when it comes to your work that doesn't affect other people, let that go to the wind and do something creative and different. Um, There are ways that you can experience freedom without putting yourself or anyone else in harm's way. Um, So, That's Tuesday, that's the full moon and Mars square Uranus. On Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to have a big T-square in the sky. So this is another fighting aspect. It's another challenging aspect that just doesn't feel so comfortable. And it's going to be the moon and Scorpio opposite Uranus and Taurus. Um, They're both going to be, they're going to be squared by Mars and Saturn and Aquarius. And that T-square is going to send all of its energy out to Leo. Leo is the, I'm the shining star. It's the celebrity of the Zodiac. So there's going to be a little bit of an energy of, I do what I want. I do it my way. That's kind of the energy of the week. Do what I want. I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to be constrained. You're not going to, you're not going to put me in a box. You're not going to confine me. Um, It's going to be an energy of acting out. It might be a little bit of a childish acting out energy. So be really, really mindful about how you're treating other people Wednesday and Thursday. Um, With the moon in Scorpio, it is going to bring up a lot of the emotion, a lot of the trauma, a lot of the stuff that we are having brought being that is being brought up because of what's going on in the world, right? Um, So Friday is Good Friday. This is a holy week, by the way. What a great holy week. Um, Friday is Good Friday. Passover is going on this week. Easter on Sunday. But before we get to that, Good Friday. On Friday, the moon is going to um, trine Mercury, and Mercury is going to be at 29 degrees Pisces. So on Friday, we're really going to feel that Mercury. So I said this earlier. You're going to feel your feelings this week. You're going to feel sadness. You're going to feel grief. Let yourself feel it. It's going to shift soon. I promise. Um, The moon is then going to move into Sagittarius on Friday, and that's going to be a totally different vibe. And you know what's going to come with the moon in Sagittarius? Mercury is going to move into Aries on Saturday. So we're going to have Mercury in Aries on Saturday and the moon in Sagittarius. It's going to be like night and day. Friday is going to be water, emotion, sadness, grief. That's Friday. Saturday, it's going to be like fire. 
So something I also wanted to note is that if you've done your chart and you know where your moon is, that will give you some indication on what you need right now to take care of your emotions. So the moon in a fire sign needs physical energy to move through the emotions, to move through the stuff, to move through the feelings, to make yourself feel better. So if you've got a moon and a fire sign, make sure you're finding ways to intense exercise to move that through. If you've got a moon in water, you want to feel the feelings, take a bath, um, listen to music, read poetry, all that stuff. Let yourself feel the feelings. If you've got a moon in an air sign, you want to talk. Talk it out. Write it out. If you've got a moon in an earth sign, like me, you want to use the energy productively. So I am the person that likes to fold my clothes when I'm upset or do laundry or clean um, to stick to a routine. Those are things that I really love. Schedules, lists, all that stuff makes me feel so much better. So you want to know based on your moon what you can do to take care of yourself. And that's really important right now. So this week is a great week to consider that. Okay, so if you don't know your moon, go look up your chart. You can find a free chart online. Find out what element your moon sign is in, and that will help you take care of you. Um, okay, so Sunday, the moon's going to go into Capricorn. So now we are um, going to be feeling very angry because Mercury is going to be in Aries now. Um, the moon has just gone through Sagittarius and um, Mercury has talked to Saturn. So we want to do something with the anger that Saturday. Saturday, it's like now we're angry. Okay, we've been sad. We've grieved. And now we're like, what the hell are you guys doing? Why are we in this mess? That is going to be Saturday. We're going to take that energy into Sunday. We're going to take that energy into the next three weeks. But we're going to take that energy into Sunday. And the moon's going to go into Capricorn. And that means that our, the moon is going to be touching all those points, all those places where those planets are that have been destroying the old ways of doing things. And then Monday, the moon's going to start to gear up. He's going to start to square Mercury and he's going to talk to Uranus and square Chiron. He's going to start to get ready for the fight. And then on Tuesday, sun is going to square Pluto. Moon's going to square the sun. The moon is going to conjunct Pluto and Jupiter. And Tuesday is the day where the fight's really going to blast off. So this whole week is like a gear up to this big fight that's going to happen on Tuesday of next week. So we're talking about Tuesday the 14th. Tuesday the 14th is also the day where we have the last quarter of the moon. So we start to move into that waning period where we start to move inward. So it'll be a very interesting day. So this whole week, I want you to really take care of yourself. Find compassion for yourself first so you can find compassion for someone else. Ground yourself in the things that feel good to you, the ways that you can take care of yourself. And then from there, you can be centered and grounded as these things pop up because these things are going to pop up and they are going to make you angry. They are going to make you upset. But if you're grounded in um, your own energy, no one can take you out of that. And one of the things I'm doing for my yoga students this week is we're working with the mantra, so hum. And we're working with that mantra because I want them to really align with so hum. I am that. 
Inhale, so. Exhale, hum. And that is a great mantra and way to close your eyes, breathe. Inhale, so. Exhale, hum. And that is a great way to remind yourself of who you are. We are all parts of that source energy, that collective consciousness. So if we can remember that, then we can get through this week and the next three weeks and the next couple months and get to the other side of this, okay? So sending you so much love. Thank you for listening and watching. And I'll see you next week on the Essential Astrocast. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.